Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong, and I'm here with my co-host, Dennis Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Today we're going to be discussing sex and spirit because I found that so many people are dissatisfied with their sexual experience. They feel like something is missing or that there is something more. So today we're going to be talking about what the possibilities are, what I call spirit sex and why it can be elusive, and what you need to know to get to a place where you can experience this yourself. After the discussion, we're going to wrap it up with a group frequency calibration so you can begin to clear the distortion patterns around this topic so you can continue to accelerate forward. Let's get started. Dennis? Wow, Karen. Sex and spirit. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm really not quite sure where do we start with this. And so give me your take on when you put those two together. Mm-hmm. And you talk about spirited sex or sex and spirit. Mm-hmm. What what does that mean to you in the world that you operate in? Uh, well, I would say that for... Uh, well, I'm going to back up out of that question. Okay. I'll, an- I'll answer that. But it's kind of a big question. So what I'll say is that a lot of people, when they approach... First of all, sex and spirit aren't often spoken to together. That's, because, that's what throws me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So in much of... Much of religion, sex is considered to be something negative or sinful or dirty, and it's negated often. However, in the human experience, especially one as we are moving upwards in terms of vibrational level, we actually can use sex as a tool to ascend more spiritually, if it's done correctly. Okay, so I just want to say that. So now we have to remove a ton of distortion patterns around sex because there is so many distortion patterns that come from religion, lineage, culture around sexuality, what's important, what's appropriate, Mm -hmm. what's inappropriate, what's, you know, what allowed, what is allowed for women, what is allowed for men, what can be expressed and not. There's a whole bunch of stuff, as we all know. However, what I wanted to just mention from the outset is that if approached properly, Sex can actually be something that is used to transcend. So when you talk about that, as far as transcending, mm-hmm. so do, do I come back and think about that as myself, as an individual, mm-hmm. and that the fact of the matter is that I basically kind of have to do the work first mm-hmm. before I can come to that experience with another person mm-hmm. to actually have that transcending? Yeah. So I'll explain. um, So yes, and I'll explain a little bit better, more. So, okay. When you come together sexually with another person, what often we think about is that we merge with the other. Okay. So there is a physical merging and there's also a merging energetically and on spirit level. All right. When that happens, if you have two people, so you have two people who are resonating at different rates, right? And we'll talk about the emotional aspect in a minute. We have two people resonating individual rates. Let's say they're resonating on a scale of like zero to 10. Let's just imagine, okay? Okay. Just for simplicity. So let's just say the female is resonating at four, okay? Okay. And the male is resonating at say uh, five. That's very close. So when they come together physically and intimately, what will happen is they kind of average out between the two of them. Okay, in this example, because they're close. 
if there's more disparity, so say the female is at four and the male is at one, for example, if this continues in terms of their sexual intimacy, her resonation is going to drop. Her, her vibrational level will drop to meet his, okay? Because she's not strong enough to maintain the resonance at which she is, which is higher than his. If she were more complete, so let's just imagine she's a 10, okay? Because we've set the scales from zero yeah. to 10. Let's imagine 10 is at the point where you have completeness on a spirit level. So you're inherently strong enough to maintain. Let's just imagine she's a 10, okay? And he's at four or five. She will pull him up to where she is and they'll average out together at say like an eight. So he is buoyed up by her resonation level. Does that make sense yep, to you? Yep. Okay. But I'd like to stop you there mm -hmm. just for a second. Sure. So that example, yep. you know, is excellent. L let me ask you, does, does it have any impact if those numbers are reversed, that the man is at no. four and the lady's at a one. That's a good question. No, but, it doesn't matter which okay. one is which. It just matters that it's, they're different. It's energy. That's correct. It's a frequency level okay. at which they are. Okay. It doesn't matter which one is which one is higher in resonation, exactly. if you're male or female. It's irrelevant. Exactly. Thank you for asking that yeah. question. If you are at a point where you have two people who are at 10, or like say 9 and 10, okay, so 9 and 10, and they come, so what happens then is then you can enter the possibility of having what I call spirit sex. Because what happens then is you don't need each other to complete. So let me back up out of this example. Yeah. So let's go back to the point where, say, the person was uh, that I started with, where one is at four and one is at five. Yeah. Together, you merge together and you come into a balance between the two. And you kind of average out between the two of you. And you will, because you are averaging out in a way when you're combined, can for a moment come up to nine because you're completing, right? Up to 10. Does that make sense? If you are at that second example I use where one is at four and the other one is at one, right? You'll come up to a five, but the one will drag the four down. Yeah. Does that make sense? Exactly. So you'll start to average lower yeah. and lower and lower. If one, on the third example, if one is at a 10 or a nine and the other is at a four, what happens is the one at four will come up to an eight and you'll average at 10 plus. Okay, does that make sense? Because yeah. the two of you together. But the eight will kind of drag the 10 down. Does that make sense? On the fourth example, where you have two people who are more complete, so 10 or nine, okay, in the scale, you are more complete with each other. What happens is, there's no averaging anymore because you're each complete and strong enough on your own to hold. So there's no averaging happening because you're each, you don't, you don't need the other to make you stronger. You're complete and strong enough yourself. So what happens when the game changes here? Because now you're both strong enough, which means that when you're intimate with each other, you can merge together and both of you get buoyed up. Oh. You merge for the moment of the time that you are sexually intimate and then you come apart but in, and you stay separate and complete and whole but at a higher level. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So you've both started like here, let's say for example, like uh, so what, for podcast listeners, what I mean by like let's just say at a certain point, yeah. right, you come together, merge, and now you're at a yeah. point plus 10, yeah. okay, together because yeah. you've, you've come together and now separated. But because you're complete in and of yourselves, you don't need to stay merged with the yeah. other. That's the other key is that you don't. So that what happens often with, especially with women, not all, only women, but especially with women, is that after the sexual act, there's a de desire to hook into the, the, the male. Okay. So there's a, they want to be with them. They want to stay with them, right? They want love yeah. or something. Yeah. 
that is because there's not enough completeness or wholeness in them because they need to have that other energetic to feel complete, right? Because what they're feeling is that completion in the merging. There's something There's missing. something missing. Because yeah. when you came together yeah. in the sexual act, you both rose up together, right? Like the four and the five coming together, becoming a nine or the four and the one, you know, they still become greater than what they were. Yeah. But now you've come apart and you feel like something's lacking. When you're whole and complete and at nine, 10, what happens is when you come apart, there's no need to, to merge with the other anymore because you're complete yeah. and you've both come up. So it doesn't, but you don't need each other in the same way because you're complete individuated be, beings still. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Okay. Now, now those are excellent examples okay. and, and I understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. the, the question I've got is, you know, our viewers are listening, is when you talked about an eight or a nine or a mm -hmm. four or a one. Mm -hmm. How how do I know where, where I am? Where am I? Yeah. And then where is my partner? partner. <laughs> and you know, so yeah, you know, yeah. Where, yeah that's if, a great question. If we're speed dating, is uh, <laughs> right. What's what's your number? <laughs> what's your number? Can you can you rate yourself on a scale of zero to ten? Um, yeah, it's 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 harder to know that. I would say the more work you've done, the more distortion patterns you've cleared, the more you feel yeah. at ease with yourself, the less you need to be with other. So I would say that um, there are a lot of people who yearn for intimate relationship in order to feel like a sense of completion. The more frequency work you do, the less you need that. You don't need yeah. them for that sense of completion. That would indicate they're higher in the scale. So you don't need the person to complete. Now, I also want to step back from this and say, we each run our own sexual energy ourselves, within ourselves. Yeah. We don't need to have sex with someone else in order to be running sexual energy. We're running it within ourselves. So you can have that within yourself running clearly. What happens with a lot of people that I've worked with is they don't know how to use that sexual energy and not disperse it all over the place. Meaning like it's running within them, but they have a lot of it and it kind of like scatters around them. So they sleep with different, so if I'm just talking about the perspective of a woman, but if, because I'm female, but if you know, I'm a woman and I'm sleeping with different men because all these men are attracted to me and I have a lot of sexual energy, but it's not being run cleanly within me. It's kind of getting scattered out yeah, from yeah. around me. Does yeah, that make sense? Exactly. So they don't, they have these distortion patterns which are dictating that they have to do that in order to show love, to be pleasing, to, you know, that type of thing. So they don't know how to even run that for themselves, to have their own sexual energy that's running cleanly within themselves so they don't need to give it to everybody else. Right? Once you have that completion, you, you get to choose who you want to share that with more rather than needing it to feel worthy, validated, seen, adored, whatever it is. Does that make sense? Yep. So let me, let me throw out a thought. Sure. Um, so if, if, I've, if I've done the work like you talked about yeah. and uh, I've released these distortions, yep. no matter where they came from, family, yep. religion, culture, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. So I've done some of that work and I, you know, I'm, I'm making that kind of progress. Would you, would you say that you can assume that you can go into a relationship, a healthy relationship, but also continue to grow? after that initial contact with that person. Yeah. Or do you know what I'm saying? Like over time. Yeah. So you've got this romance yeah. and it's just hot and heavy and things are just <laughs> going extremely well. And yeah. just like, you know, if you've done the work, can you maintain that and yes. even support each other and oh, grow totally. and grow even to a further? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And uh, yes. Absolutely, you can. <laughs> I was like, yes, definitely. It's totally an option. And I would say that what happens is that for someone who has done more work like yourself, 
if the person doesn't want to grow with you, there's much less tolerance for that because you're going. Yeah. And you don't, and what's happening is you're moving and at some point that's going to become a bit of a drag. Yeah. And so in terms of your intimate partner. And so a lot of people who are accelerating find this sort of like break or anchor or breaks or whatever you want to call it. And it depends. Do you want to bring them with you or not? Yeah. Some people uh, can withstand being dragged as some people accelerate. Some people just detox the whole time and it's pretty yeah. terrible of an experience for them, honestly. What will happen is a lot of relationships will break because the person being dragged doesn't like it or the person dragging doesn't like yeah. it, right? So that relationship will break. But in terms of... Um, Sexuality, what can happen is that when you come together, um, even if there's a disparity in levels, the more you rise yourself personally yeah. when you come together with another because you have a higher resonation, yeah. sex can actually feel a lot better because you're resonating at a higher rate. Yeah. Now, the question about that more, more for the person who have a higher resonation is can you sustain? Yeah. That's the thing that you have to ask about because it's a bit of a cost. Until you get to about 9, 10, on that scale that I was mentioning, until you're complete enough to hold, it will feel great at the beginning and then it will start to feel like you're, you're being pulled down a little you're bit. You're starting to sacrifice. A little bit. Sacrifice. From, yeah, yeah, or more, depending on what yeah. the person is at yeah. themselves. Yeah. Now, I mentioned the scale as if it's zero to 10. There is a negative aspect to oh. the scale. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so surprise. Um, so for those of you who are accelerating a lot, if you feel when you ha um, go into have intimacy with partners you've had for a long time, it may feel even more weighted because they are negatively in that scale or a negative vibration. So that's even harder. Yeah. So, you know, that brings up a, a question sure. is, you know, as, as let's say a lady comes to work with you mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, maybe have, you know, been in a marriage for 25, 30 years. Yeah. And, uh, but just, you know, they're ready to, to kind of take that next step and start to move and start to clear and mm -hmm. start to, and if that husband is, if there's just a lot of resistance, mm -hmm. is it challenging for you to kind of work with that lady and encourage her and help well, her move and, you yeah, know, because so, you, you kind of know what's going to happen. Yeah. So what I would say is I'm neutral when I'm working. Okay. So I don't have an agenda when I'm working with yeah. people and I'm not coaching you. And so, you're not a marriage counselor. I'm not, yeah, I'm not coaching yeah. you. I'm not giving yeah. you guidance. I'm yeah. just working on the distortion patterns that are appearing. Yeah. So likely what will happen in the session is we're going to deal with the things about why she feels stuck or wanting to leave, or yeah. what she feels trapped by, or whatever it is, I don't know, whatever it is until we start. Yeah. Yeah. But that will come about, and what will happen is a shift will come internally from her. If she wants to, uh, I mean, I don't know what she's gonna to want to choose, yeah. right? Either he's gonna to start to want to move with her, so there's a couple of possibilities. One is he can, because she starts to rise in vibration, he will come with her, or he won't, and she won't tolerate that. So that's kind of her choices at that point. And then depending on who the person is and the distortion patterns they're working with, some women, I mean, it depends on the person, really, what they choose to do. But I am definitely not dictating that, yeah. just to be really clear. Yeah. The yeah. person is the one who's choosing that. And it's sort of like a, a natural result of the work. And again, I'm neutral. So I don't have an agenda for yeah. you. Yeah. Um, whatever you choose is up to you. You're going to grow from that, irrespective. And and naturally, it could be the reverse. You yes. know, the man, the man has decided to kind of step up yep. and move forward. Yeah, absolutely. And the lady, out of fear or whatever that might be, yep. might start to you know. Yeah. And so so be it. Yeah. It's it's challenging. Yeah. Or even if you have same sex partners, yeah. it's the same, yeah. right? So, 
Yeah. So when now to go back to sex specifically, so I'm just going to talk about spirit sex for just a minute, okay. if I may. So what happens when you have completion, right? So get to nine, ten, and each partner, and you're having what I call spirit sex. What happens in that moment is in that sexual experience, you uh, it's really magnificent because it. Um, allows each to ascend to a higher level than they could have on their own. And it is that experience of merging into the oneness. It is actual union. Like, you know, we talk about the male female coming together in union and however that shows up for you. Um, It really becomes almost like a reset into the oneness. You almost, um, in my experience, can lose... um, your identity in a way that's not that sounds scary and i don't mean not hold your space or whatever but i mean what you think is yourself from your ego mind from all that and you just go into much deeper of an experience of the eternal now and an experience of this pure source energy because you together are merging into that field does that make sense from a sense of completeness there's almost kind of like a multiplier Yes, it's like an after to it, this. So yes. you get, you know, these mm-hmm. two people that are yeah. in a position where they can actually take each other to a much higher level yeah. than either one of them yes. individually. Would. Yeah, because it's like a mastermind that's being formed, right? Yeah. That is yeah. um, of a very high order. And what's uh, amazing is a number of things happen in that space. One is it resets you right out of your ego mind. There's no more ego. Like anything that you had going on about like cloudiness around who you think you are and how awesome you want, you know, all this, any kind of potential towards ego or self-aggrandizement disappears. um, It's like a reset into what, like to spirit, where it's really, you see things from, again, you're like clarified of like, okay, this is spirit perspective. You're in the eternal now. And it lasts for a very long time. So more than the physicalness of say, like the orgasm state, it lingers because it percolates through time space in a very slow way. So it stays with each person, even after the physical act is complete. I'm almost picking up like a sense of purity. Yes. It just, yes. it just, it is so pure. Yes. You know. Yeah. 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 And it's a really, um, it's really, I mean, it's so difficult to explain a state yeah. where there are no words and words. It's kind of, yeah. it's kind of right? It's like trying to explain like a taste or something. But it's wonderful that that in human bodies, yeah. we can actually attain that. Yeah. 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 It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really magnificent. And what I would say is, so that's what I call spirit sex. And then after that, what happens is, like I said, each individual is stronger than when they begin, when they begin. So that is really cool. So spirit sex is spectacular. I wish it for all of you. (laughs) Whatever form that takes for you. Um, And the key to getting there is to clear enough of your own distortion patterns. So it's always back to self, back to self, in the sense of your own accountability. And then we, like I said, there's a lot of stuff around sexuality. Yeah. It's like oh. it's like the human who the, the layers of distortions around sex is like crazy. It's like about that and money is just those are the two things, right? So those yeah. things are particularly charged. So there's a lot of distortions coming through with regards to that, and the more you can move through the more you can get to the state where you can experience this. And also the other thing I'd like to say is that, you know, in our culture right now, there's this sort of like goal-oriented sex 
in terms of what we write about in our magazines, you know, like, I don't know, Cosmo or whatever, they're always talking about how to orgasm in like 17 ways or less or I don't know, whatever. But it's always this thing about the orgasm, orgasm, orgasm for the woman. And it's, it's, it's funny that that becomes the goal. It's, that's, not, that's not what it's about. Ultimately, like yeah. in terms of what I talk about spirit sex, it's just about being in that moment hyper-present with each other. And then something else happens. And yeah, something else, <laughs> else happens. So it doesn't really, you're not really thinking, well, like, okay, well, now I, <laughs> you know, I have performance anxiety or whatever it is I'm supposed to be doing that doesn't come yeah. into play. Yeah. It's you know? beyond. It's beyond that because you're yeah. just simply very yeah. present with each other. Yeah. So it frees you from that, which is really yeah. wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Fascinating discussion, Karen. Thank you so much. Thank you. Karen, could you help me? I hear so often when I look at uh, your video or your website, GFC. Exactly what is that? A GFC is a group frequency calibration, which looks a lot like a guided meditation on a particular topic. And what I'm doing is I'm helping you to remove the distortion patterns of that particular topic. And because you're coming together as a mastermind in a group to connect to pure source even more and to clear the distortion patterns of this particular topic, what happens is a tremendous amount of momentum starts to happen because of the energetic of the entire group. And each individual is able to move faster and ascend higher than they could have on their own. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. So please do not drive while listening to this GFC. Welcome everyone. This is the group Frequency Calibration on Sex and Spirit. So obviously this is a huge topic, and this is so this is a beginning GFC. You're not going to sort all of your um, sexual challenges with this one GFC. However, it will begin to help with all the stuff that can come up around sex and start to propel you towards being able to have spirit sex. So let's begin by coming ex becoming extremely aware of your body. So becoming aware of the weight of your body, the temperature of the air, the smells in the air, the ambient sound, including my voice, the quality of the light. Good. And now becoming aware of the space between your belly button and your throat. And as you become aware of this space, let's take a single breath together. So inhaling, holding your breath in for a count of five. And then whenever you're complete with that inhale, 
exhaling all the air out of your lungs and holding your breath out for a count of six. Notice whether that is hard for you or not. Without judging, just notice if you can extend your breath for that period of time. Whilst you are completing that breath, for those of you with longer breaths, for the rest of us, becoming aware of our solar plexus between our belly buttons and the base of your sternum. Breathing normally here as the mastermind forms. And for those of you who are new, please note that I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level. And that I'll be making noises on my end. So you will hear me exhale sharply, yawn, even though I'm not tired, hum occasionally. And more and more I'm working in silence, especially as I work in the higher frequencies. And this is a benefit to you because in the higher frequencies, I can move you further faster and you have less detox. So that's great. So if you hear nothing from my end, it's not that I've gone somewhere. I'm just working on you in silence. Good. Now that the mastermind has gelled, keeping your attention, focus, awareness on your solar plexus. As we go ahead and ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? That question again is how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source. And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of a brilliance deep within your body. That begins to shimmer. to bloom open like a flower, expanding out through your cells, through your flesh, and eventually out through the pores of your skin. Yeah. Being aware of the sounds on your end and on my end. Using them to strengthen your focus. And what I'm doing as you are aware of this brilliance 
radiating from deep within you all the way out through the pores of your skin into the space around you, all the way to the walls of your spirit body, which is a sphere, arm's length all around you. As you become aware of this brilliance, I'm working on source level to increase your natural capacity or bandwidth in terms of your connection to pure source, irrespective of whatever level you are at. Good. So now bringing your attention between, to the space between your pubic bone and the base of your sternum. Okay. All right. So the first, so this is actually a bundle, what I would call a bundle of distortions. Okay. So they're reinforcing each other, they're intertwined with each other, they play off of each other, okay, so, and there's a number of subgroups. So, in the, f the first main distortion pattern is that around, uh, it's a lineage pattern with regards to um, the appropriateness of sexual energy. Okay, not even of sex, just the energy. So whether you are female, which there's more binding around females around this, or whether you're a male, there's all this stuff around what's appropriate, how you use this energy, how you conduct yourself, how you express this energy, how others express this energy, when you can use it to oppress others or seduce them or whatever it is. There's a lot of stuff here around appropriateness, around sexual energy. Okay. This is a pretty big one. And then there's another frequency, which is equally as strong, which has to do with um, control or abuse patterns around sex. So whether you have been abused yourself or controlled through the use of sex, either by having it withdrawn from you or overtly pushed on you, um, or whether you use it to do control others, or um, right, um, or your lineage has there's this, all this stuff around control and abuse with regards to sex. Okay, plus religious stuff. This is a huge cluster of distortions here. So I'm going to be quiet for a couple of minutes because there's a lot to deal with. So all you have to do is become aware of. The space between your pubic bone 
and the base of your sternum and breathe regularly. Now, some of you, you're, because of the intensity of these patterns, your mind is going to be tempted to wander. And I encourage you, because of the intensity of these patterns, to keep bringing your mind back to this area of your body. Okay, just your attention. Just bring your attention back to this part of your body. Here we go. Now bring your attention to your um, lower belly. So from the pubic bone all the way to your belly button. So in this very specific area of your body. So as you bring your attention to this area, this is the distortion pattern of fear. There's a number of subgroups in this particular, with this particular distortion pattern. So for a subgroup of you, um, it is not safe for you to be in your bodies. 
okay, because you've had trauma or um, abuse or you've had things that have hurt you in your body or there are things that have been in you, okay, that like dead people or entities and things like this. So you don't feel safe in your body for good reason, okay? So we're going to pull that fear out. There is also those of you who have a fear of um, and so, excuse me, for that first group, it's hard for you to have uh, pleasure with sex because it's very hard for you to be um, present in your body, right? Because you're, you're always exiting out of your body. You're not present um, because it's not safe for you to be in your body. Uh, so for another subgroup of you, the fear is of uh, um, like the loss of self in the merging of sex. And so there's this very um, resist, strong resistance to it because it feels like when you, you have intimacy with somebody, it's like they're taking a piece of you with them, right? So you don't like it. You don't like that. And there's another group of you, a subgroup of you, where... Um, it's a strong pleasing group. So if you, you're afraid that if you don't have sex, even if you don't particularly want to, whether you're male or female, um, you, um, won't feel worthy or loved or, um, that type of thing, worthy of being seen or acknowledged, that type of thing. So these are the biggest subgroups. Okay, there's a number more having to do with fear. Let's work on these first. Um, so if you're not in one of those subgroups, um, there are a number of other little, little ones that have to do with fear. Okay. There's the fear of not being desirable enough. The fear of rejection. All that stuff is running here. And depending on the subgroup you're in, there's some of you that overlap into different subgroups. So you're not just necessarily in one, just so you know. Keeping your attention on the space. You don't even have to recognize yourself. Just keep your attention on the space between the belly button and the pubic bone. So meaning you don't necessarily even have to recognize, oh yeah, I'm in one of those subgroups. It's totally fine. Just bring your attention to this part of your body.
bringing your attention between your belly button and your heart space as if you were drawing a line like a central line between these two points and be very aware of that center line So what we're doing here is we're removing the distortion pattern of low self-worth, non-deserving. Okay. So depending on what subgroup you're in, uh, you don't feel worthy of receiving love unless you are pleasing by giving sex. There's another subgroup of you where um, sex is withdrawn from you or has been withdrawn from you and you don't feel worthy as a result. Um, uh, another subgroup where you feel like you're almost obligated to uh, be sexually engaged, even though you don't necessarily feel like you want to, right? Or that to be loved. Or... Um, in order of you to be fulfilling your obligations in the role that you're in, like wife or husband. So there's a lot of stuff here around low self-worth and non-deserving. So uh, keeping your attention here, as you can see, it's quite a lot. You're just going to keep your attention between these two points, belly button and heart space, in that center line. Breathing deeply.
Now, if you could bring your attention, please, between your groin all the way into the crown of your head, imagining a tube running between these two points. It's about an inch and a half to two inches thick. So what happens here is that for most of you on this GFC, you have a tendency to merge with the person you are intimate with. Okay, and then what happens is they they either stay in you or you stay in them. And I don't mean physically, I mean from a frequency standpoint, your frequencies enmesh and they don't separate after intimacy. So that's not great because what's happening is then that you start to take on their stuff, right? Their emotional burdens, the stuff that they have to clear, their lineage patterns, and so on. You already have enough to clear on your own. So it's likely not the most beneficial if you're needing to clear someone else as well. Okay. So as I'm working on you, strengthening this tube. So just becoming very, very aware of this tube in the center of your body. And what we're doing is we're strengthening you internally so that when you're intimate, you separate afterwards. You don't stay enmeshed with the other person. Okay. Very good. Bringing your attention to your solar plexus. Between your belly button and the base of your sternum, the last thing we'll do together is work on your pain body for just a second. Good. Taking a deep breath in, holding it for a second or two. Releasing it with some sound, like, ha. <sighs> yeah. Very good. I'm going to leave you in this space for as long as you'd like. And for those of you who'd like to go deeper, there is a deep dive on powerfully aligning sexuality and sensuality with pure source that might benefit you if that resonates. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC.
If you're ready to clear even more of the frequency distortion patterns that are holding you back so you can accelerate towards where you want to be, please visit my website at sphericalluminosity.com.